you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist. So please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health assistance or therapy you feel you may be needing. If you're listening to this introduction, we have officially entered season two of Still I Rise. I'm very excited to talk to you guys more about this journey because it's officially been a year since I've started my journey as a survivor of narcissistic abuse and dealing with somebody who was addicted to methamphetamines. And uh, if you are a new listener to this podcast, I welcome you with open arms. However, if your journey is still fresh, I strongly recommend that you listen to season one of Still I Rise, the earlier episodes, as I feel that it might be more helpful to your situation. As I continue on with season two, I'm very excited to be sharing with you guys upcoming projects and some of, you know, the updated stories that have been going on afterwards. As I know that I have been missing in action for a few months, I'm excited to share with you guys some of the stories that went on. And I do continue to hope that this will help. So thanks again for listening. I look forward to this brand new journey with you all. Hello and good afternoon. It's Friday and it's actually one of these days where I feel that I have a lot of things that I need to do. Um, Thankfully, around work, I was able to play catch up with a lot of things. There's probably still more things that I do need to do at work. But today's just one of those days where I just feel compelled to just do something completely different in my living environment. So I'm going to share that with you guys today. And just stay tuned. Let's get a quick word in from our sponsors and I will be right back. Okay, so welcome back. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Still I Rise. For those of you who have been with me throughout this journey from the beginning, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. And for those of you that are struggling, you know, my heart goes out to you. We're in this together. So as I had mentioned earlier, I have been really trying to just pick up and get rid of everything because the start of the new year is coming up and I just do not want to have any type of clutter in my life physically emotionally mentally all of it I do not want it around because I want to be able to focus on what's going to be more productive and you know I keep talking about this and I've noticed that I haven't really been doing too much with it which is a shame because I'm becoming more of just a talker instead of somebody that's actually doing something, you know, just following through with action, and I do not like that. And I'm sure a few of you guys have noticed that in my last episodes where I was like, okay, I was supposed to do this, but I never did it. 
you know, I, I kind of want, I'm not kind of, I will say that happens. You know, we tend to backtrack and you know what I mean? We know what we're supposed to be doing, but the problem with it is we get distracted with other things and maybe these other things we don't really need in our plate. Taking care of yourself is not just, you know, as I've mentioned in my previous episodes, it is not just about, you know, taking a bubble bath with a bath bomb. It's not just that or getting your nails done. For me, it's getting my eyelashes done. Y'all know I adore getting my eyelashes done. Wash them so you do not get lice. For those of you that have those fears about getting eyelashes because you're afraid you're going to get lice, let me debunk that rumor real quick. Wash it. Be thorough. And you will not get lice on your... And just don't be gross. <laughs> um, anyways, self-care, as I mentioned, is not just about, you know, getting these things, these materialistic things done. It's truly about really embracing your higher self and just respecting yourself and listening to yourself. If you feel, as I would say, pressured or if you feel just not comfortable, if someone's making you do something and you feel pressured or, you know, you just don't feel like doing it, Trust me, babes, don't do it. You don't have to. You know, I think that's another thing that causes us to drain ourselves out. We tend, you know, excuse the background noise. I'm multitasking. I'm actually on my lunch break right now, and I'm just really dusting out my my bedroom right now because I want to have a nice, clean living environment. My kids are going to be gone for a few days for Christmas and um, you know I'm gonna be leaving for a few days so I'd really like to have my place nice and neat when I come back and um, you know once 2020 hits I'm ready to you know hit the ground running but anyways look at this I lost my train of thought this is how you know your overdoing it sometimes but anyways you know don't put yourself in a position where you're going to be uncomfortable it's not going to do anything for you and for those people that are like I need you to do this for me you know let's be honest if you're not feeling up to it Are you really doing what they're asking you to do wholeheartedly? Like really, just to be honest with ourselves here, isn't there some kind of resistance when people demand things from us and we're just like, you know, I kind of don't want to do that, you know, or we basically don't want to hurt their feelings, so... We do it anyways, and maybe it wasn't so bad, but then here's the thing. The moment you start getting used to saying yes to things that you don't really want to do, like when I say really want to do, 
I mean, you absolutely do not want to do it. And you just drag your feet when you say yes. I believe that drains us. 100%. We find that we're just like, oh my God. Okay, here we go. Sure, I'll do it. Okay. You know, and of course, maybe the experience wasn't so, wasn't totally unbearable, but... You know, we have to start setting standards for ourselves and start valuing ourselves. And maybe there's certain things that you would rather do. And maybe there's certain things, those certain things that you'd rather do, you're afraid you're going to get criticized for. Like, for example, if you are wanting to, let's say, for example, it's something that you feel would be productive. Whether it be like, you know what, you wanted to organize your library or get rid of, you know, get rid of stuff. I always talk about cleaning because, you know what, for me, it's very important. I feel that, you know, I really need to declutter everything in order for, for me to function. And sometimes, you know, it's like I'm ashamed to tell people. Like if they tell me, hey, Cherry, could you do this today? I'm like, well, you know. I guess this could wait. And then things in my life become, they're neglected. And, you know, who loses out on that? Me. So it's like, you know, when we neglect ourselves, unfortunately, we're the ones, you know, that suffer from it. We're the ones that, you know, have to deal with the things that we didn't take care of. And those are things that, you know, pertain to us. Those are things that are important to us. Like, let's say, for example, if you're trying to get ready for the week, right? You're trying to get ready for the week and, you know, everyone's like, okay, I need... XYZ from you and you're just like all right you know and then it's like sometimes we just want to be able to accommodate everybody you know and then what ends up happening is we're not really kind to ourselves and you know it's like you got to give yourself that head start especially for us single parents we know that you know it's gonna be a tough week Because if you don't really have anyone to depend on, and even then you can't really depend on people because, let's face it, everybody has their own life going on and we can't really, it's not fair for us to depend on them as well. So we have to be prepared that not everybody is going to be accessible. And, you know, to be fair... We can't get upset with them for that because, once again, everybody has their own life to deal with. So we cannot get mad at them for that, truly. You know, I mean, if we have things of our own going on, you know, we have to be able to reciprocate the understanding 
And we have to be able to be easygoing people in order to be at peace with ourselves. Sorry, I'm actually just dusting my dried up flowers. I'm still contemplating whether or not I would like to keep them because they're dried up. But I think they look lovely. So for now, since they are appealing to my eyeballs, I will keep them. But as I was saying, you know, this is where we have to allow ourselves to take care of what we need to take care of. And if someone says, ah, you know, why can't you just do that later? We have to respect that or, you know, not well, we have to respect ourselves and let's say, for example, you know, maybe it is something that you could put off later. Maybe it's not really that big of a deal right at this moment and you put it off. But here's the thing. You know that if you continue to pull, put it off, what will end up happening? That thing gets neglected and that's something that you have to take care of. And then it's just like... You know, you're like, gosh, I was, you know, like two weeks later, you're like, I was actually supposed to take care of that, but I wasn't able to take care of that because I was taking care of such and such for so-and-so. So then you're just like, ouch. So what do, you, what do you do about that? You know, do you continue to feel guilty? No. Well, I mean, it's easier said than done because you, you know, I mean... If you're like me, I don't like to put people down. I don't like to let anyone down. I want to make sure that I'm there for everybody. But here's the thing. If they're truly your friends, they're going to be they're going to be understanding. That's truly how it should be. Now, I'm going to explain to you guys what I'm doing at this moment. So my room and my apartment for the longest time has been neglected because what ends up happening is, and I can't blame anybody else for this, but what ends up happening is I get super overwhelmed and I don't do what I'm supposed to do. And I'd be, you know, just like what I mentioned to you guys, I find myself forgetting to take care of things that I need to take care of. Um, and I'll be like, you know what, I'll just do it later. So what ends up happening is things accumulate. And then I find myself overwhelmed and I end up not doing things. So for the longest time, my apartment has been a royal mess. Just horrid. So I found the time last weekend to actually clean everything up and it was kind of embarrassing because every single time people hit me up they're like what are you doing today and I'm like I'm deep cleaning and it's like okay what are you doing deep cleaning the black hole <laughs> because you've been deep cleaning forever yeah well you know for those of you who have experienced any type of anxiety or depression you know what I'm talking about sometimes you never really finish tasks and it's it's kind of embarrassing because you find yourself like, oh, what is going on with me? Like, seriously, why can I not get this thing done? And as I mentioned in my last episode, it's like, you got to take care of things. If you don't, it will accumulate. So it is what it is. 
I've allowed myself to fall off the deep end and just not take care of things. And so that's where things would go bad. So with that being said, I finally took care of everything during my um, my weekend. And I want to say, unfortunately, I have actually put myself in a position where, you know, I've allowed things to get really bad to where my apartment started to look like an episode from Hoarders. I started making excuses. Um, you know, I mean, I wasn't getting the things, the other things I needed to get, you know, completed. Um, they weren't getting taken care of. And at the same time, I started to feel lousy because I was like, okay, well, I'll start on this, but then I won't really complete it because, you know, I'll fall into some kind of weird depression and it sucks because nothing gets done. And at the end of the day, I feel like I've wasted so much time, you know, because I think one of the thoughts that I end up having in my head, and I'm sure that maybe a few of you guys can relate to this, but I found that I would be kind of thinking about other things like if I knew that I had to take care of like my room I'd be like okay well I also have to take care of this and I hope I find time to take care of this because if I don't take care of this I don't want this person to get upset with me and when am I going to find time for that you know and I'm looking at my area and I'm like I really want to clean this area, but, you know, when? Oh, well, I'll figure it out later. I mean, I'm sure I can find time for myself. And then you blink. And then after that, you're just like, whoa, what in the heck just happened to my living space? What on earth did I allow this to come to? And then I'm sitting here feeling all lousy and, you know, I don't do anything for myself. I don't do anything to take care of the things that I have to. It's called procrastination. Let's just narrow it down. So, of course, I procrastinate, don't get it done. And then I feel bad for procrastinating and it's all kinds of messed up, right? So... One of the things that I'm trying to practice myself as far as mindset goes is, you know what, these are the things that I have to do today. I have a mental to-do list and, you know, I have it to where it's going to be on my terms, you know, and once I get right as far as my mentality and as far as my organization, Everything else will follow. And the things that fall off, I'm not going to stress myself out over it. Sorry if this is loud. You guys are going to like, is this, is this supposed to be an ASMR video? Because it's not really ASMR-ish. Um, no, this is not an ASMR video. But <laughs> getting back to what I was saying, you know, the things that fall off, as you're taking care of yourself, because you do have to take care of yourself. Those things were probably meant to fall off anyways. So 
Don't stress yourself because friends, colleagues, you know, they will be understanding. And the ones that are understanding, those are probably the ones that you want to keep around anyways. The ones that are not understanding, goodness, you know, I get it. We live in a world where there's deadlines, there's all sorts of things going on. But, you know, it's like, why are you going to beat yourself up over that? Seriously, though, what is the point? You know, so you upset somebody. You know, eventually they're going to have to get over it. The world doesn't revolve around them. You know, I mean, okay, as far as work goes, don't get yourself fired. You know, I mean, that's the, that. those are things that you do have to take care of. But... You know, don't get yourself to the point where you feel pressured and you end up harming yourself, like, mentally. And when I say that, I mean, literally, just don't put yourself in that position where, you know, you just find yourself to be overwhelmed and you get upset and you start, you know, panicking and just... Really, it's not worth it. You need to just relax, you know, and all of the things that you're anxious about, trust me, you'll take care of them. But you got to take care of yourself. Make sure you're putting yourself in a very calm, you know, environment. Put yourself, you know, create a, a peaceful and serene environment for yourself. That way you don't feel like you have to beat yourself up all the time. And that's what I'm doing right now. Because I found that, like I said, my room was literally, it, it was kind of embarrassing. I was literally jumping over so many things on the floor you couldn't even see my floor and then my boys room was a mess and I had mentioned in my previous episode how bad it was you know and I don't want my boys to get used to living that way they don't deserve it and you know I want them to grow up you know having that mentality where it's like they know that they're supposed to clean and take care of themselves and you know having a clean environment it's just like would you Would you have your pet, like, just chill in their filth? No. You know, it's like, you know you got to clean that up. You know you got to take care of them. And think of it like that. It's like if you're in a hamster cage, maybe this is a horrible, maybe this is a horrible example, but think about if you were in a hamster cage, you know, it's like, and you're just in and you can't even get to the the places where you're supposed to be functioning it's like you know like for example even like with cats if you don't clean out the kitty litter what are they end up doing they end up pooping everywhere because it's like they have no access to their kitty litter so it's like if you don't have access to the things that you need in life to function this is exactly what happens You know, you end up 
you know, you end up like just your life gets all chaotic. So you got to take that time and take care of yourself. You have to be able to pick up after yourself and get everything in, in order and stay organized. And, you know, maybe there's certain things that you were missing that you had no idea was missing or you were looking all over the place and you find these little treasures and you're just like, oh, wow. So you have something to be happy about, even though it's a little small thing to be happy about. You know, and the best part of having a nice, clean environment is just, you know, being proud to to be home and, you know what I mean, being in your living space and just enjoying it, you know. And when it's your living space because that's where you live and you're there, well, you should be there most of the time. And for those of us that are going through what we've gone through, let's just be honest, a lot of us are most of the time homebodies. And let's say, for example, if you're at home and you're feeling depressed, you're not really going to feel depressed if you're in a very safe and clean and organized environment. Like, please, try it out. Let me know how that goes. If you're depressed, try to be depressed in a very clean area an enjoyable area where you feel like it's your safe zone. Please. (laughs) I mean, for me personally, I will say that it is hard for me to be depressed in a clean area. Usually when I get depressed, my area starts becoming very messy, very disorganized, very chaotic. Um, It looks like a college, no offense to the college students, but it looks like a college student environment because it's full of clutter it's full of a mess you know and sometimes it's like you know I do have the desire um, when I'm in a depressed state of mind I at times have the desire to be able to just stay home you know binge watch I can't really binge watch but you know I want to have the, the ability to just stay at home, especially when it's raining and being in a nice, clean environment. I want you guys to picture this, you know, your home nice and clean and just, you know, just hearing the pitter patter of the rain and enjoying some tea or hot chocolate or some hot soup and just, you know, unloading all the stress and just not having a care of the world in the the moment and just enjoying yourself. Maybe you don't have your kids around you at that moment or maybe they're there in bed with you, but you guys are just, you know, if you have your children with you, enjoy the time with your kids. Enjoy each other's presence. And it's just, it's a great feeling. Now, Another thing that I'm also recommending too is as I'm over here cleaning, I'm actually really trying to get in tuned with, um, I don't know how to say this, but you guys know I do say, I burn my sage. I try to have, um, I started incorporating live plants. Why? To have some kind of life inside of my house or my apartment and just really trying to make things look, you know, just slightly. Um, so 
I actually went outside and I took some of my succulents and one of my old neighbors had this pot and you know I I brought it inside because I said you know what maybe I need some plants in my room and we'll see how that goes so I plan on putting a little bit more plants in here and really trying to make my room as serene as possible there's probably things that I'm going to take down from my walls um you know I I have my I actually do have my vision board on my I'll probably leave that up there I got to figure out what I'm going to be doing um I think it's time for a new change of scenery in my room I actually had Marilyn Monroe um you know in my room but I'll be honest with you guys I'm not sure if I want to keep her on here I think she was, you know, she was somebody that I don't want to say looked up to, but she was definitely somebody that I did admire for quite a bit. And just to be honest, you know, I think it's time for me to probably take her down and really put more peaceful things into my bedroom. Um, I, I'm thinking about putting more of a Mandela, just having more simplicity into my room because having Miss Monroe on my wall and having, you know, my healing crystals and my orchid and my plants is not really uh, meshing with this vibe. So I think it's probably time for me to, you know, just change that scene a bit. Um, so, I mean, for those of you that follow me on Instagram, I want to go ahead and, and and share that um, on there so you know just kind of be on the lookout for that so that way you guys could see what I'm doing maybe in 2020 I'll actually have a YouTube channel <laughs> aside from my you know my busy life but um, you know guys take care of yourself what I mean by that it's like you know not just take care of yourself physically well you know spiritually as well and a lot of it has to do with you know just really taking care of the things that you know you got to take care of don't neglect things you know for example like even with your bills make sure you're paying your bills make sure that you're coming up with some kind of plan to move forward just know and keep in mind that 2020 is supposed to be for you to move forward You've learned all the lessons that you possibly could in 2019, 2018, you know, for some of us, for myself personally, it kind of broke me down, kind of like in the Marines, they break you down to build you back up. That's how it felt. 2019, I really had to learn a lot of lessons through a lot of pain, through a lot of depression, through a lot of, you know, just even sometimes I even went through some self-destruction and it's not a good feeling to have. You know, 2020, look at it as a year to basically rebuild yourself. And it's not just about rebuilding yourself because, you know, through you got to go through all the rubbish that you've had and, you know, that you left behind, that you subconsciously left behind in 2018 and, you know, that carried on from 2019. This is where you got to just really get to know yourself, collect everything, and just get rid of all of the things that you don't need. And what I mean by that, it's like start that off with, you know, going through your place and, 
If you're renting a room somewhere, go through all of your stuff and see what you don't need anymore. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Because honestly, you're going to feel so much lighter. And I'll be honest with you guys. When I'm gardening, when I'm cleaning, this is usually when I start the times that I usually start getting a feel of myself. And I'm like, you know what? I really didn't need this. And then I look around and I'm like, wow, I feel so much lighter. When you have the things only that you need. I don't know if I said that correctly. But if you have the things that you just, you know, just the necessities versus the extra fluff. This is when things start getting better for you. So... Just keep yourself calm. Take a deep breath. And you know what? Don't rush yourself and, and get overwhelmed because you're like, oh my God, I cannot get it. That's what happened to me these last few months. It took me forever to deep clean. It took me close to like probably seven months to actually deep clean. And I'm not even done yet. So don't beat yourself up. Do it as little as you can. But you know, here's the thing. Just know when you're cleaning and it gets to that point and... It gets to that point where you're just like, okay, I can't stop. I got to finish it. Push yourself to finish it. Otherwise, it's going to accumulate and you're not going to get anything done. Have goals. By this time, I need to get this done. This is, I think, where we need to be more goal-oriented. So have an idea of how you would want your place to look, how much stuff you want to, you know, just unload Think about all the things that you don't want in your life and how you don't want your life to be. So, you know, like I said, the cleaning part of it, it's it's a factor, but it's also an analogy of how you would want your, you know, your life to look. Your living space is basically your life. It's your mentality. It's everything. It starts there. You know, get in the habit of maintaining everything. So the last few days, actually last week, was when we did the thorough cleaning. And the boys and I, I have been forcing myself to get out of bed. And it was hard for me. Believe it or not, I know this sounds stupid. But it was hard for me to get out of bed sometimes to even wash dishes. Yes, that's pathetic. But it's true. You know, and I found myself, like, even with work, I was like, I don't feel like doing this right now. I don't care. I'm just going to do whatever. Or, you know, just the bare minimum. And that's not a good thing, you know. So it's like, and this is where life will take its toll on you. The universe will tell you you're not really thankful for what I'm doing. Or God will tell you you're not thankful for the blessings that you're getting. So I'm going to basically shake you up a little bit and, you know, remind you. So I was listening to this TED Talk. And I'm trying to remember what it was. But I'm going to give you guys a quick synopsis of what she said it's just like basically this woman was talking about if she had a daughter she would want her daughter to call her point b so no matter where she went she knows that she's always there and she said that she was going to paint the solar system on the back of her daughter's hand so that way you know instead of her saying you know i know this like the back of my hand you know it's like she's going to have to understand the universe and the universe basically will or life will give you you know, a quick kick in the stomach so that way your lungs can be reminded of how much it enjoys breathing in air. And that's basically what happens, you know. So 
that's how it's been with me these last few months. And there came a point where, you know, I no longer had that mentality for a few months prior, actually like last year after, right after my divorce, I knew why things were happening. I understood why things were happening, but it got to the point where I was so bad. Things with me got so bad to the point where I was like, why are these things happening to me? When can I catch a break? And I literally just wanted to break down. I would break down quite a bit and I just shut myself out from everybody. And it was hard. When you go through financial struggles, it is so hard and it is so depressing that, you know, you just want to shut yourself out. It's embarrassing and you don't want anybody else to be a burden. You don't want anybody else to know you're going through these things because, You know, you don't need anyone's pity because you've got it. But at the same time, it's hard and you beat yourself up and then you start getting depressed. And it's just, it's just a spiral that's so hard to get out of. But look, you guys, I am sorry that I have not been able to deliver messages to you guys that have been more uplifting and fulfilling And I know that the last few episodes have been down in the dumps and I've been a little bit of a negative Nancy. I'm sorry, you guys, but you know what? I'm not that sorry because I'm here to tell you guys that it's easy to get back up. And there's times where I have expressed to you guys that I've gotten back up and then I've gotten back down. But you know what? The one thing I can tell you guys is no matter how many times you drop back down, all that matters is how many times you get back up. And it's like once you know that you're supposed to get back up, even if you get back up for like two days and then you come back down, it doesn't matter. You just keep getting back up. And if it means you have to stay down for a little bit to just rest so you can recharge yourself, and even if it takes two to three weeks, it's okay. You got to be kind to yourself because you're a warrior and you have to keep going. Laying down, it's okay. As I've said in my previous episodes of season one, just don't park there. It's okay to take a breather and have an emotional breakdown, but don't allow yourself to stay there. Because number one, your kids need you to, your kids need you to get up. You need yourself to get up, your future self, your future, your kids' future, They need you to get up. You're not going to be the person that you are right now. You're not not defined by your emotions right now. You need to get up. And all of this, I know I'm rambling, but it starts where you're at at this moment. Once you start realizing things, you'll start growing. You got to start somewhere. And it's going to be okay. You know, I can't guarantee that I'm going to be okay within the next few days. You know, sometimes I have relapses where, you know, I do things that are just, I start thinking things that I shouldn't be thinking, but I do my best. You know, and so far I've had progress because, you know, Even just maintaining a household alone 
says a lot. Because it's not easy to keep a house. For those of you moms, if you're able to keep a household clean with two kids, three kids, four kids, my hat's off to you. But it's like having to keep and run a household as a mom, as a single mom, as a single parent, it's not easy. But if you're able to maintain that and come up with a system and be organized, you better be damn proud of yourself. It starts there. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm getting back on my feet. I'm changing my mentality because I know that I have to shift my mindset around in order to be able to function. And that's the hardest thing as a mom. It's hard when you know that you can't get back up from a really shitty mentality. And no matter how much you try to get up physically, your brain is telling you, you know what? You can't do it. You're tired. The worst thing ever for me is being drained out. And that's where you got to recharge yourself. But you know, as hard as it may seem, you guys got this. If somebody like me, who used to be very weak-minded, who used to just obey everything that everybody else is saying to me, can get through this, you can. It's one of the struggles I have right now. I was having this conversation the other day. And I was realizing, as I was having this conversation, that I have never owned my own life. I have never made my decisions because I was afraid to make mistakes because these people that basically encouraged or basically, whether it be manipulated me or forced me to make certain decisions for myself, they would tell me, you better not do that. You're going to make a mistake. But you know, now the way I see it, I'm okay to make a mistake because you know what? At least I have a new experience under my belt and at least I learned from that mistake. But then at the same time, I know I'm not foolish enough to make a life-changing decision that's going to be a bad mistake. Because, of course, we're all smart enough here to review the pros and cons. Maybe things may not be as great as we would want it to be. Maybe the other decision that we would have made would have made a much more harder impact as far as getting results, but it's okay. You learn. So now, here's how it is. Like in my first episodes, I'm taking my life back. I encourage you guys to do the same thing. If you're going through some hardship right now, as far as like whether it be it all starts men- mental- mentally. If you're going through some, some hard times mentally, take it back. Take it back. Because things will get better. It doesn't matter how dark of a place you're in. You know what? You be your own lamp. You, you be your own lamp. You be your own light. You get yourself and your kids the hell out of there. Because as long as you got, lung- you got, br- you got air in your lungs, you're good. You might be starving a little bit. You might want to collapse, take a break, but get yourselves out of there. You know, I didn't plan for this to be this intense. But you know, I'll tell you guys something. 
I definitely have felt some, you know, since I've just done things that I normally don't do as far as like, you know, reorganizing my life, I definitely now feel something coming over me. And I feel great. You know, I'll share with you guys something. Something happened this morning to where I felt a little bit down. And it, you know, it, it was basically revolving around something that I have no control over. And then I started thinking to myself, you know what, I want to get to a place where I don't have to depend on things or anyone that I have no control over for my happiness. I want to be happy over, whether it be like, you know what, I just got a cute little postcard in the mail or, you know, I just got a new listen on one of my episodes or whether it be somebody sending me some kind of direct message or a voice message on Anchor telling me about how great they feel because of one episode. Whether it be, oh, you know what, I just put together some succulents that I now have shining or basically sitting, you know, right by my window and I love the way it looks. I need to start making myself happy. And I encourage you guys all to do the same thing. Make yourselves happy. You only have one life to live. So make yourself happy. Your kids deserve to see you happy. And that's all I have for you guys for today. So you guys enjoy your weekend. And I'll probably publish this tonight. So, you guys have a great rest of your Friday. And if I don't hear from, or if I don't, you guys don't hear from me this weekend, have a great weekend. Take care of yourself, please. Be kind to yourself. And I really mean be kind to yourself. Put yourself on the top of your list. Until then, we'll get through this together. Thanks for listening.